0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Stephen Jarvis Reviews Podcast. Sorry I'm a little late, but was really busy today, so I thought I'd do it better late than ever. Uh, today I'm reviewing the 1974 classic film Gone in 60 Seconds. It was uh, written, directed, produced, and starring H.B. Toby Halicki. The film centers on a group of car thieves and the 48 cars they must steal in a matter of days. It is known for having wrecked and destroyed 93 cars in a 40-minute car chase scene, one of the longest in film history. A total of 127 cars were either destroyed or damaged throughout the entirety of the film. Gone 60 Seconds proved to be extremely successful at the box office, grossing 40... Is that billion or million? I'm going to say $40 million on a budget of $150,000. A loose remake with new characters and a different plot was released in 2000, starring Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie. Um, so what the movie's about is a guy named Adrian Pace, who's an insurance investigator, who also runs an automobile chop shop. Well, he's also a professional car thief and leader of the car thief ring that steals and resells stolen cars. Um, His one big thing is that all the vehicles that they steal has to be insured. Um, He has to... Madrian Pace and his team have to steal 48 car-specific vehicles for a South American drug lord. And uh, the last part of the movie... Is when the movie gets really good When he gets in that 1973 Ford Mustang Mach 1 Codenamed Eleanor Just the greatest Um Just the greatest Car chase I would say You can put it up there with Bullet Um This one was probably a little bit longer Than the one in Bullet but hey It's still a good car chase still a good movie Um Toby H.B. Halicki or H.B. Toby Halicki would l- later be known for, um, he's long passed away, but he was rather known for the numerous injuries that he would have in this film. And, you know, he hired a lot of friends and family, and some people were just minding their own business when this movie was made. He didn't want to hire actors really because, you know, actors cost money. He wanted to keep the budget low. And if you haven't seen this movie, I say see it. It's a great movie. If you have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It was during an era where you had Crazy Mary, or Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, uh, Bullet, Vanishing Point, The Seven Ups, uh, The French Connection, a lot of these movies with great car chases. And trust me, this is definitely on if you're a car person that or just a person that likes old school movies like this, definitely a watch. Um, My ranking out of it is three out of five. There's some things in there that the story does drag long until it gets to the point of the car chase. And I'm not saying that is a bad thing. But to me, it really feels too slow sometimes where it's just like, come on, get on with it. Let's go here, you know. Um, and when it finally picks up, oh man, it's like you want to strap yourself in and go for that ride in that Mustang. It's, uh, it's really sad what he does to it. Um, I'm not a Mach 1 Mustang fan, but what he does to that Mustang in that car chase, it, it makes you want to cry. Um, because that car was just beautiful. And, um, in many ways, I honestly don't think you could have, I, I think if it was a different, um, a different type of movie you could have probably gotten away with the story and all that but because it's called gone 60 seconds it was a new thing it was a new idea and it worked it really did um and hb toby hallakey a lot of the cars in this movie are what he actually owned and um you know, he made it big with this movie. Uh, some of his other movies after this were loosely remakes of Gone, their original one here. Um, they would later make uh, another one in 2000, but this was long after H.B. halicki was dead. Um, they would make a loose remake with new characters in a different plot that was released in 2000. As I said earlier, starring Nicolas Cage, Angelina Jolie. And a bunch of other famous actors in there. Um, but back to this movie. The one thing overall that I liked about it was the car chase. I mean, the movie, the story is kind of thrown together. Like, it, it, it you understand what they're doing. You understand why they're doing it. So you got the plot. You got the beginning. The middle is kind of funky. And then the ending is the best part of it. Um, And that's one of the reasons I love this movie, is that, (laughs) kind of like what they did with Bullet, in that it's not a very good story, but it ultimately leads up to something better. And in Bullet, what really saved it to this day, I admit, Is that car chase. I don't care what anyone says. In my humble opinion. Probably doesn't mean much. But anyway. I think what saved Bullet. Was the car chase. Just like I think what saved Gone 60 Seconds. Was the car chase. Um, And I'm not saying that to. Put down the movie. But this movie can drag on. And. The. The car chase. Even though it goes for 40 minutes, it doesn't feel like 40 minutes because it's just action, 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 boom, pow, zip, bam. And, you know, by the time you're done watching the movie, you want to watch it again. Um, You know... I think what really... Really, um, what really really helped this movie along, like I've said many times before already, is the car chase. Um, it was actually filmed where the workshop workshop scenes were actually filmed at Hallekey's real life workshop. Um, And then, uh, you know, uh, Granado Beach, California, was where the final jump was. Uh, Some of the real accidents that happen, um, when they're in a construction area, a patrol car roars up a hill and then overturns. Uh, It was not planned by no means. uh, The driver inside was nearly crushed when the siren, a.k.a. the can on the roof, caved the roof in. The scene was left in the finished film. Um, uh, actor who played a detective in the roadblock sequence at Torrance Mazda agency was almost hit by Halicki um, when he missed his breaking mark. And, you know, uh, the scene where the, where Eleanor is rear-ended by a Cadillac Eldorado on the North Brown Harbor freeway. Um, where it spins Eleanor out into a light pole at 100 miles an hour was real. Um, Alec, he was hurt very badly. Uh, when he came to, he said, Did we get the coverage? Um, so it was, it was really a, you know, pumping theory of a movie. I love it. I think you'll love it. And, you know, um, I can tell you the cars that were stolen in the film. Uh, one was, uh, well, actually the top four cars on the list in that one were all Cadillacs, just different years. Uh, the first two on the list were Cadillac Fleetwood 75s, although, and their code names were Marion and Barbara. Their years were 70, 1974s. Um, then Lindsay, which was a Cadillac Fleetwood 75, was a 73. Uh, Diane, which was also a Cadillac Fleetwood, was a 72. Um, Nicole and Ruby were Cadillac Fleetwood 75s. And uh, Julie was a Lincoln Continental 72. Francis. Was a Freightliner WFT sixty three sixty four. Mary was a Cadillac Coupe DeVille. Joanne was a Mercedes Benz four fifty SE. Beverly was a Hudson Motor Company uh, motor car company. Patricia was a Cadillac Coupe DeVille. Ruth was a Lincoln Continental Mark IV. Elizabeth was a Citroen B fourteen. Carrie was a Rolls Royce Silver Shadow. Eileen was a Rolls Royce Silver Ghost. Susan was a Plymouth Barracuda. Rosie uh, Claudia <laughs> was a Jaguar E Type. Rose Rosie was a Rolls Royce Phantom V. Maria was a Rolls Royce Silver Shadow. Mary or er, Sharon was a Ferrari Daytona three sixty five GTB four. Kathy was a Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow. Alice was a Chrysler Coupe Elegance. Fiona was a Cadillac Fleetwood Station Wagon. Kelly was a Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow. Nancy was a Cadillac Eldorado. Betty was a Jensen Interceptor. Patty was a Citroen SM. Judy was a Ferrari 340 America. Carrie was a Rolls-Royce Silver Cloud II. Jackie was a Roll- Rolls Royce Silver Cloud 3. Lori was a Cadillac Eldorado. Sandy was a Maserati Coupe. Christy was a Chevrolet Vega or a Chevy Vega. Michelle was a Chev- Chevy Corvette Stingray. Tracy was a Lamborghini. Marilyn was a Detameros De angusta. Maxime was a Detameros Antara. Lorona was a GFX. Jean was a Chevrolet Corvette Stingray. Paula was a Ferrari V12. Renee was a Lotus Yerpon S1. Annie was a Manta Mirage. Janet was a Ford Big Ole Bronco. Karen was a Stutz Blackhawk. Dorothy was a Mercedes-Benz 300SL. Donna was a Stutz Blackhawk, and Eleanor was a Ford Mustang. And the original version of the film was released on video in the early 80s twice by full throttle video and again by Media Home Entertainment. Other releases followed in 1989 again by Media Home Entertainment, but the significance was that it had hi-fi audio. In 1990, Video Treasures released the last VHS version to include the original soundtrack. This release was on LP duplicated tape and did not include hi-fi audio. All other releases were released on SP mode tape as some sleeves had an SP mode sticker on the front of the jacket. In 2000, Denise Halicki, HB's wife, and her business partner, Michael Leone, under the banner H.B. or Hallecky Films, released the 25th anniversary remastered edition on DVD and VHS to American viewers. This special remastered edition contained a restored digital print of the film from the original 35mm masters. However, all the original music was replaced due to rights issues, as were the sound effects and some dialogue was even modified. In 2005, a Region 2 DVD was released in Europe. The pre-release version of the film can be seen a, bit, a bit, ugh, in still frame form on the 25th anniversary DVD by accessing the hidden Easter egg one can watch an older version of the film which contains many deleted scenes in the film's first half. At this time, it is unknown whether this version will ever be released to the public in full form. In the Speed Channel broadcast of the film, a two thousand and two documentary hosted by Denise Halakie is shown before the beginning of the film. The documentary described the production processes of the film, produced by HB Halakie, as well as his life. Also, you know there was follow ups follow ups to this movie. Um, Double Nickels. The Junk Man and Deadline Auto Theft. And um, Toby H.B. Hallecky later died on August 20th, 1989, when a telephone pole fell on him. You know, that that killed him instantly. And then, you know, as they say, the rest is history, guys. Um, Hopefully you liked... The review I did tonight, I'm sorry if it felt rushed. I didn't really know what to do, so I picked this gem. Um, I honestly hope you guys do go and see this. It is a great movie, and from the bottom of my heart, hopefully you guys watch this. If you haven't already watched it, please go watch it, and if you have, watch it again. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for also the 288 listens on my podcast keep it up guys let's get to 300 and then let's keep going after that all right guys thank you so very much i love you and this is Stephen jarvis signing off